God always has a remnant. That he always has a prepared people for a prepared purpose that he's going to fulfill. That the Great Commission is not isolated to one people group alone, but it's all hands on deck. All people, all nations, all kindreds, all tongues, all skin tones and colors and variation are called forth to declare the love and power of God because there is no heart that is, that is apart, that is away in the great commission that God has called forth. That if any person that has surrendered their life to the Lord Jesus Christ, any people group that have committed their ways to God, they too can participate in the great commission in declaring the love of God to all. My name is Alonzo Malvarez and I'm your host. You're listening to the World Changers Podcast. Three weeks prior to the weekend of April the 17th, my best friend Brad, who is on staff with a mission organization called the Circuit Riders, invited me to join him and a host of other fiery-eyed, Jesus-loving, spirit-filled, gifted, young black Americans for a gathering. And honestly, I I didn't have really too much detail of what would it entail, but I had a very, very strong pull that I needed to be present I had a strong, convincing urge that I needed to be there. And to be quite honest with you, I'm even going through a phase in my life, in a season in my life, I should say rather, where I needed for once to receive rather than pour and to always give. Anyone that knows me personally knows my life and knows that I'm a person where um, I rock great with compassion. It's one of my weaknesses um, as well as my strength. And I'm learning to guard my heart in providing boundaries and other areas of my life to strengthen. But I digress to simply say that this was a time necessary for me to, for once, sit back and receive. I was so blown away. Before there was a program, before there was an item, it was so refreshing to be with other black Americans that love Jesus that were my age. A very rare uh, community that quite often many don't have in this time. And Going to California, being a part of this gathering, it reminded me that God is not done with America and specifically the black community in America. For my listeners that might be new to my podcast and know my story on ministry and my involvement, not only at the local level, but at the international level, knows that there have been times of great internal conflict and process as a minority serving in the kingdom, serving alongside organizations and communities where being black is very, very much evident. Full disclosure here, it, it, it has been a real wrestle in my life 
as I've toiled with God, like, Lord, where where are the black American? Where, where is the black American male that are filled with the spirit of God, that are my age and are going forward and proclaiming the gospel in whatever sphere of influence that they have? And, I, and, and, and to be <laughs> so straight up with you, I, I find comfort because Elijah the prophet dealt similarly with my eternal conflict and question the Lord in first Kings 19. And one of the most fascinating things that the Lord did when he replied to Elijah in first Kings 19, who Elijah himself was called forth, separated to declare the, the heart of Yahweh God to uh, the nations and to the nation of Israel in a time of great idolatry and turn away from the Lord. And the Lord affirms Elijah and tells him in first Kings chapter 19 verse 18 that I have yet thousands of prophets who have not even bowed or even kissed uh, Baal in your generation and uh, following that 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 affirmation that 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 knowing of like hey you're not the only one the Lord then empowers Elijah to go forth and to anoint the next generation of those that were going to declare the the, the will and the love and the and the ways of God and it really just stirred my heart being a part of this gathering the Lord just showed me say like hey look I, I'm, I'm showing you that I, I I have a remnant that you are not the only one in your pocket of the world that I'm calling forth in these last days and of course this goes beyond skin color but I need you to see the gravity and the weight of this in 2016 I came across a statistical data that was just so insignificant it was no joke that 0. 0.0 2% of international ministers and missionaries were black Americans. It, it not, not even a whole percent. I said 0.02%. That is astonishing. Did you know that America's first sent out missionary was a black man that many of our major denominations have really found its foundation. The church of God, the first missionary sent forth from the church of God internationally was a black woman to the, to the, to the Caribbean. And I, I find it so fascinating that there are so many different women and men of God, Amanda Scott, William J. Seymour, Charles Harrison Mason, who have, risen up to set the foundation of what God desires to do in the nation and among the nations. But yet in this modern day, we don't see that, that, that championing, that encouragement of black American missionaries. One thing that God showed me in being part of this weekend, number one, is that God always has a remnant that he always has a prepared people for a prepared purpose that he's going to fulfill. That the Great Commission is not isolated to one 
people group alone, but it's all hands on deck. All people, all nations, all kindreds, all tongues, all skin tones and colors and variation are called forth to declare the love and power of God because there is no heart that is exclusive, that is a part, that is away in the great commission that God has called forth. That if any person that has surrendered their life to the Lord Jesus Christ, any people group that have committed their ways to God, they too can participate in the great commission and declaring the love of God to all internally with many of us that came it was a time for us to mourn it was a time for us to to unpack many of the discomforts that we were facing uh in our nation and and even in um the christian north american context community we were able to even be be penitent and repent of of any and every offense that we had or bitterness within our heart towards um others that that have oppressed us or treat us unjustly whether directly or indirectly through systems and cultures and through that the lord was patient with us that that he met us right there and he affirmed us and number two not only were we able to gather together and have this encounter but the lord affirmed our purpose he affirmed our worth our voice that we don't have to compromise who we are and who god created us to be yes i am black i am proud i am who god's called me to be and that everything that he's called us to be, whether it fits a quote unquote stereotype or a preferred like, if you will, that we can be generally who we are. And that's a really big deal. I know that there may be some that may be listening to this episode and it's just like, well, why does that even matter? Because to be quite frank, many black Americans have compromised their blackness for the sake of not being too soulful, not being too expressive or extra as a people that's who we are but many of the cultures in the context prefer one particular style of singing worship that prefer one particular style of gospel presentation you don't want your voice to be too high or have a high cadence or put too many runs in your vocal notes and so therefore there are those within the pockets of culture that try to confirm or conform to a way that's more palatable to others why why does that need to be done? I don't know. There could be multiple reasons why that has happened, but it's but it has happened. And I feel like God is saying, I've created you. Your personality is my gift to the earth. Your skin tone is a gift to the earth. And being a black American missionary, minister, servant of Jesus Christ is not a disability but it's everything I've purposed and designed it to be. Elijah was a Tishbite, a small monadic people group within Israel that was so insignificant that all you know is he was a Tishbite and that was it. Very limited information about the Tishbites. Very limited information historically about this people group. But God called him, empowered him, equipped him, and allowed him to reign the truth of God's heart to his generation. I am convinced and fully persuaded that in these last days, there is an uprise and a resurgence of black men and women of God who will aggressively fulfill the Great Commission. Even being a part of this weekend, and, I, and I'm speaking from a very personal 
space to see other black men, y'all, my age. <laughs> Forgive me, but it's so hard to, for, for me to even put words to my thumbs and my emotions. Uh, my encounter, it, 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 it literally leaves me speechless. And, 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 and to be real, like this is even my fourth time recording this episode, guys. But it's, it's, it, it, God has not forgotten us. Whoever you are that's listening around this world, God hasn't forgotten your people group. But he has called you forth to be a light, not only to your people group, but to the entire world. And this next phase of human history, as God is quickly approaching his return, there is and there will be at a greater measure a remnant of all people groups that will fulfill the Great Commission. I'm excited for Black America. I'm excited for what God has set up and purposed way before you and I even ever existed. One of my beloved sisters who I had an honor to meet declared this truth that is just 100% fact. And I leave every listener with, she says, and I quote, there's a procession of black millennials and Gen Zers from universities, Bible schools and worship movements. Leaders who are down to lay down our rights, our definitions, our intellect, our purposes, our expectations, our thoughts and our ideas to take up a justice that belongs to Jesus, to go to the nations, the HBCUs, the streets, and to see them overrun by the presence of Jesus. And we aren't asking for permission, but like Jonathan and his armor bearers, with fire in our eyes, a fire we saw as he wandered in the wilderness of bitterness, anger, and disillusionment. We are taking on the pharaohs and Philistines of racism and fear because he has heard his people and is going to set them free because this is his justice, because this is his reward, because this is his, end quote. Friend, as we go forward in this final hour, before the great coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. No more delay. No more denial. It's all hands on deck. We are ready to run with God. It's time to rise up. Go forward with the spirit of Jesus Christ to change the world. God bless you.